0: And welcome to the Scorpio International Holding Company, LLC. Today's date is Sunday, February 11, 2024. I am your host, Dave Scorpio. And welcome to the free-range open-air insane asylum we call Earth. Well, guys, here we are. Here we are living in a land of illusion. Yes, living in a land of illusion where everything we are told is true probably is not. And we live in a land undergoing the final stages of a corporate takeover. I mean, we really are witnessing uh, an emerging corporate culture because we essentially live in a country uh, without borders. Let's be honest here, guys, Borders border is wide open. Come on in. We live, you know, in an open border country uh, and a country is supposed to have some kind of a shared vision of what societies should be, what, how people should behave and so on and so forth. And uh, that's kind of all being pushed to the side uh, in the creation of this corporate culture. And, you know, kind of all the old values and beliefs are being replaced by values of corporations. And we're seeing this open pushing of corporate values upon us everywhere we go now. And it's kind of interesting, you know, recently I've been doing some traveling around the country um, on business. (laughs) And it's amazing. You can go to towns in different cities or different states far away from where you live. And I could take a picture of like the town square or a major street in in the city. And um, a lot of times you wouldn't be able to tell where you were because it's the same corporate Businesses and restaurants and franchises up in every single city across America. And that's even spreading into Mexico. Tijuana you know, used to be a very uh, interesting place to visit. It's become corporatized. Uh, in recent years, going over the border to in, um, Tijuana is actually... Looks a lot like America now. you know. Big high-rises, um, a, a lot of the old quirky charms that used to be Tijuana are gone, and it's really kind of the same as South San Diego in a lot of ways. But I'm just seeing this kind of you know, unification or, or making everything kind of like a monoculture from society in favor of all things corporate. And gee, I thought diversity was important. I guess only in some in some cases. They don't want diversity of thought or diversity of understanding. And speaking of corporate, guys, of course, as you all know, today is the day for the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, what could really be more corporate than the Super Bowl? It's really the most corporate event of the year. Because if you look at the advertising and all the links that just about every major corporation in America has with the NFL, it's really incredible. If you look at the connections and links, the flow of money, not just through advertising, but through other more covert sources and alignments. Uh, This is the biggest corporate event of the entire year, no question about it. And of course, the NFL really, if you look at it carefully, is just a sports entertainment company disguised as real sporting events. Uh, Just like the World Wrestling Federation, it's similar in a lot of ways. And the amount of corporate fingers in the NFL pie is really unbelievable if you look at the charting of it. As I said, almost every major corporation has a little piece of the game there, so to speak. And as some of you may recall, you know, I predicted a Kansas City win over a month ago when I did my my little kind of segment on Taylor Swift. And I even went so far as to question as to whether or not Taylor is actually a woman. I think there is good room for doubt there, guys. If you look at some of the photos and just the uh, odd... Physique of this woman, let's say that. I mean, hey, you know Taylor might be packing. You never know. So I'm just saying, it's possible. And uh, one thing for certain though is that Taylor Swift. This has been the year of Taylor Swift in terms of having this woman pushed upon us uh, from every every corner of the media. It's it's like an onslaught of Taylor Swift. Propaganda everywhere you go. And of course, you know, she's dating Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's why I believe that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl simply because of this merging of Taylor Swift money and the NFL. And it's amazing. This, this Travis Kelsey guy just did these shameless ads for the Pfizer vaccine. Just absolutely shameless. Unbelievable. And I don't even believe they're a real couple. I think this is all for showbiz. This is all for appearances. It's a business deal. And, uh, Taylor Swift has had her photograph on the official NFL homepage. Her, her uh, picture was up there longer than any actual player has ever been. And, you know, I don't ever watch football, but if I happen to see a few minutes of it at a restaurant or something. I notice, you know, they always show, if, if Kansas City's playing, they always show a little, you know, outtake. of Oh, there's Taylor Swift in the audience cheering her man on. This is also fake. It really is. And as I said at the beginning of the show, it is a land of illusion. But just imagine the profit potential as, you know, the Chiefs walk away in victory and the power couple, Taylor and Travis, take on the world and do a media blitz together. The Super Bowl winner is dating the most famous pop star in the world. I mean, the script kind of writes itself. There's a lot there. Uh, it's going to be tremendous, guys. They're going to make a lot of money. Make a lot of money. Even though they're not actually producing anything other than entertainment, a lot of money's flowing around here. But we'll see if I'm correct. And as I said before, I know next to nothing about sports and football, at least, you know, watching it. Uh, But we'll see if I'm correct. We'll know later today. But the idea that the NFL is a fixed rigged game is really picking up traction. A lot of fans are noticing something's wrong with a lot of these – missed tackles and missed field goals and uh, things that just don't really look right. And of course, it's that word entertainment. The NFL is a sports entertainment company. And it's that word entertainment that gives them legal immunity, you know, legal cover to essentially fix games if they want to. So the fix is in, guys. The fix is in. And as of today, there's over $38 billion riding on this Super Bowl game. Think about that, guys. Just from gambling. I mean, it shows you how far our society has gone to, you know, not long ago, gambling was illegal for the most part, except in, you know, Las Vegas and a few casinos in Indian territory. And, um, betting on sports was prohibited. I mean, that was like a big no-no, uh, at least legally. But now it's all been turned upside down. And uh, we're at the point where we got $38 billion on the Super Bowl. And you have to say, you have to admit that it, it would be naive to believe that no one had thought about the money-making potential of fixing uh, this game or the NFL in general. So we'll see. Time will tell. And remember, I'm only bringing up the Super Bowl in the context of a larger picture, in which I I actually believe all of these major professional sports are fixed to some degree or another. (laughs) At least basketball, you know, football, baseball. Uh, Who knows how far it all goes, but uh, it's... uh, Again, a lot of money going to be made just from the gambling. And i that's, that's amazing. It really is. And on a side note, one of the commercials, everyone talks about the NFL commercials or the Super Bowl, one of the commercials is going to be an ad by this uh, billionaire, Robert Kraft, who just happens to be Jewish, uh, who spent $7 million... Producing this ad and paying for the, it to run on the Super Bowl, and basically it is one of these you know dire warnings about anti-Semitism, and it just kind of briefly it shows like this woman pulls up her car, you know, in front of her garage, you know, in a you know modest middle class neighborhood, and someone spray painted "No Jews Here" <laughs> on the on the uh, garage door. Come on, please! It's so fake. Uh, Jews are the most protected and coddled and privileged class in our society. The idea that they're shaking in fear is just absurd, and it's a mythology that's dying away very quickly. It's it's not going to work much longer. It, re- it really isn't. So anyway, they show all oh, this. Oh, she's horrified when she sees you know the no Jews here on the on the garage, and uh, the neighbor next door is kind of looking at her, and he look he's like this. Kind of you know middle aged you know boomer white guy, and when she comes back, he he painted her garage floor and, and made the graffiti go away, and you know he had white paint on his shoes showing that he did it, you know. So uh, it's just part of a campaign I'm seeing, an all out media blitz to really try to stop this idea that hey, you know uh, what's going on with Jewish power here? I think they seem to have a lot of uh, influence. Over our country somehow, especially the Zionist. uh, Exactly how does that work? They're really trying to stop that conversation, and uh, you know, I I see billboards all over the place. You know, one is like "Be pro-Semitic." That's all it says. This big giant billboard. And there's another one I've seen around town in multiple places where it says, "Being woke and an anti-Semite." It's like being vegan and eating meat. So there, hater, and it kind of shows uh, the um, desperation here, or at least the they understand that the the support from the left is eroding very quickly for the Zionist agenda. And then once you see the Zionist agenda, you go, well, hey, you know, why, why do they own all the? Uh, why do Jews own all the? You know, media and Hollywood and newspapers. How does that all work, guys? Exactly what's going on here? That's the conversation they don't want to have. That's the realization they don't want people to have because we're supposed to be living in this society where we all share power. But of course, it's also tone deaf because. They don't realize how bad this is all looking, what's going on in Israel. I mean, this time it's happening in front of the world. In the past, they've been able to kind of sweep it under the rug and cover this all up. But we're at 28,000, over 28,000 civilians uh, killed in Gaza. And of course, after herding everybody into the city of Jaffa right on the Egyptian border, And creating a massive tent city of refugees, really, you know, people who had their houses blown up by the Israeli army using American bombs and airplanes. Now they're talking about doing a a full-scale invasion of Rafa. Boots on the ground. I mean, can anyone else get away with such a blatant uh, deception here where they tell, okay, guys, go to Rafa, you'll be safe there, Huddle in place until this is over. It'll be it'll be okay. And then now they're talking about a full scale invasion. And uh, even Groper Joe, Robinette Joe Biden, had to uh, say something. He's like, "Come on, guys, you make me look bad here." <clears throat> you know, uh, I think he called it over the top. Uh, the Israeli response to October seventh—it's a little over the top now, guys. And you at least wait till after the election, you know, kind of a thing. You know? So, even Groper Joe is having to appease the left side of the Democrats, and and you know, because the resistance to this atrocity is growing. Obviously, I mean, that's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. So, yeah, at the end of this commercial, though, here's the kicker. Here's the money shot, so to speak. Uh, At the end of this, you know, Jewish commercial, it says that one in four Jews in America were the victims of an anti-Semitic hate crime last year. One in four. I mean, this is pure fantasy. Hate crimes are on the rise but they're not they're making it all up guys it's a good story though one in four okay guys everyone stay tuned we will be right back
1: EaseOff.com We make pigs fly
2: Cows, too
3: EaseOff, LLC 417-932-6419
2: Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you It's not so much a story It's something I wrote years ago Read your history, people Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? (laughs) Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a 100 years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. Will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge, and I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability, which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at Marine, Ltd at Cox.net for a private consultation. Once again, our phone number six oh two seven nine nine eight two one four. 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday.
0: So, yeah, I was just uh, taking a quick look at the uh, chat room during the break, and uh, someone was saying we need to make chase from West Virginia, the border czar. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, so anyway, that kind of leads us into uh, the next thing I was going to bring up here, which is, uh, you know, this whole debacle at the border. And uh, it it also relates to this idea that one in four Jews were the victim of anti-Semitic hate crimes last year in America. And one of those victims was none other than Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, yes. He was almost holocausted on live television. Uh, Yes, during the dog and pony show where the Republicans screwed up uh, trying to impeach this guy for his blatant disregard of what his job is supposed to be. And just about everything the guy's done has been the polar opposite of how you would actually run uh, a border if you wanted to actually keep it from being overrun. He's done the polar opposite, of course, on purpose. And of course... um, Mayorkas is is a Cuban Jew. He's Jewish, of course. No cause for alarm. And he makes this very clear while he's getting grilled at the Senate hearing regarding his impeachment. And of course, you know, at the last minute, uh, a rhino named um, Mike Gallagher, Republican representative from Wisconsin, changed his vote at the last moment so that Mayorkas was not Holocausted, I mean impeached. But let's uh, let's uh, let's play this clip of Alejandro Mayorkas. So, Sam, if you could play the Mayorkas clip, please. Mr. Secretary,
4: I think that your performance is despicable, and I think the fact that you are not willing to provide answers to this committee is absolutely atrocious. Mr. Chairman, may I? Like, if you'd like to have a, a minute to respond, you are oh, allowed I- I would, and I'm not sure I'll limit it to 60 seconds. That's fine. Number one, uh, what I found despicable is the implication uh, that uh, this language, tremendously odious, um, uh, actually it could be emblematic of the sentiments of the 260,000 men and women of the Department of Homeland Security. Number one. Number two, uh, Senator Hawley takes a adversarial approach. To me in this question, and perhaps he doesn't know my own background. Perhaps he does not know that I am the child of a Holocaust survivor. Perhaps he does not know that my mother lost almost all her family at the hands of the Nazis. And so I find his adversarial tone to be entirely misplaced. I find it to be disrespectful of me and my heritage. And I do not expect an apology, but I did want to say what I just articulated. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, can, can I just respond since he has referenced me personally? Senator Holly? we need to move on. Senator uh, Romney,
2: you're... Uh...
0: Oh, my God. I mean, he was almost holocaust before he was born, this guy. You know? Yeah. But again, uh, it really had nothing to do... With business at hand, I mean it really looked ridiculous. if you watch the video of it, he looks like a fool, and the nobody in the room was like, "Oh God, that's terrible you yeah. oh my God, you know we better we better not vote you out, but again, uh, this is the same card played over and over, but what's interesting it's it's really not working the way it used to it's it's all starting to wear very thin, and I think that's a new development that's just been starting to happen here over this last year or so where it's actually palpable and noticeable okay we're here at the final break i want to take some calls next hour so get ready if you want to call in
2: listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth.
5: Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible?
1: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend
3: your life with
6: ExtendoVite.
1: go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN.
6: Simply Clean Foods. Do it today.
7: We don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. We don't take our trips on LSD. We don't burn our draft carts down on Main Street. We like living right, being free. We don't make a party
0: out of loving. Yeah, we are back, guys. We like holding hands and... Yeah, a little old school Merle Haggard there. That's always good for you. Yeah. So, that was an interesting little display, a little, a little fit of anger there from Alejandro Mayorkas when he's poked and people question his authority. He pulls out the Holocaust card, but nobody cared. That's what's going down. That's the change that we're living through right now. Uh, that strategy or that tactic Ain't going to work much longer, guys, and that's a good thing. So I see we already have a couple of callers here. Let me give out the call number, though. Uh, If if you wish to call in, area code 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Call in if you so desire. But let's go to none other than Chase from West Virginia, the future border czar of America, perhaps. Chase, you are on the air, sir. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, hello, Scorpster. By the way, it's Chance. And, you know, oh, I'm I sorry. had a laugh when I heard that border czar thing, but let me tell you, if I was border czar, not even a damn mosquito would make it through.
0: There you go. That's why they, that's why they want you to be the border czar there in the chat room, uh, Chance. You know
7: i got to make a, a couple of comments about things that you said I agree with, all right? We progress from Dylan Mulvaney to Taylor Swift. Next will come Michelle Obama. You know, what a friggin' court jester society we live in, huh?
0: You know, well, I like think lots- what's so interesting about the Michelle Obama thing, I'm glad you brought that up, because uh, you remember when she was first lady, they kept saying that she was the most beautiful and elegant first lady we've ever had. I mean, they had to be laughing, uh, you know, underneath their uh, vest uh, at that. I mean, my God, what an you inside know, joke.
7: You know, there it's like watching the John Waters movie, Hairspray, or the Rocky Horror Picture Show, nonstop. That's how <laughs> ridiculous we've become. And, you know, and you mentioned the corporatization everywhere. I agree with you. I mean, who the hell visits Italy and then eats at a Mickey D's there. And people do this crap. You know, they don't realize that the same damn Big Mac or Whopper tastes exactly the same in Dubuque, Iowa, as it does in Florence, Italy. This is how stupid people are. You, ever, yeah, you know, why would people do that? That's a good point, been- and,
0: and it's, it's actually tragic, too. You know, um, they always talk about diversity. I want to see diversity in culture. I want to go to a foreign country and see... They have their own culture and they do things their own way. They have their own food. They have their own way of doing things. I want to see that. I don't want to see. Exactly. Well, they mean diversity
7: as long as it harms the white person. That's the diversity they're interested in. I mean, let's face it. It's so obvious now that even somebody who fails to see it should see it. The writing's on the wall, man. Don't you think?
0: Oh, it, it is. It, 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 we're living through a very interesting time, uh, and the old tricks just aren't working quite the same way, and um, it's going to be interesting to see where this all goes. Uh, I do see uh, some big changes uh, for things very, very, very soon. I really do.
7: Well, I hope so, but I don't uh, I don't count on it, man, because people are such a damn letdown, you know? Uh, it's good to talk with like-minded people every now and then. It keeps you... Keeps it from going, from going insane, but uh, I don't know, man. Too many people. All right, well, let me get back to my borders, our job. Thank you okay, for the yeah, Okay, yeah, you get back to work there, Chance. <laughs> okay, I'll keep those mosquitoes okay. out, too.
0: Take care. All right, take care, man. All right, bye-bye. Uh, yeah, uh, get to work, Chance. You got a lot of work to do over there. Um, yeah. True diversity. I, I do want to see each country have its own culture, and we're seeing that erased. And even, you know, not long ago, each, you know, region of America had a really different scene. You know, a very different look to it, uh, different kinds of businesses and people there, and uh, it's all being replaced with this corporate monoculture that is, is the destruction of all cultures, uh, ultimately, and it leads. It's going to lead to the um, sort of. I believe just one kind of human, uh, everywhere, which will not be good. And, uh, I've been noticing too, just speaking of briefly of corporations, how quickly they're installing these, um, touch screen self checkout things everywhere. Uh, all, you know, all these different businesses are, are here. Check yourself out. Do, do work here for free. Go ahead and do a job that somebody used to do. You do it for free and we're not going to give you a discount. Uh, but welcome. Please come back and shop again. Uh, you know, as part of this plan to get rid of a lot of jobs uh, in the retail sector, and uh, it's it's sad to see it coming. I, I see it all over the place. You know, a lot of these big corporate chains are are switching to self-checkout, and I'm not going to participate in that. I'm, I just walk out the door. I'm not going to do business that way. Just like if, if a business refuses to accept cash. uh, Sorry, game over, not playing. You have to take cash whether you want to or not. Yeah, baby. Okay, let's get on to the phones. We got Ken in the great state of Texas. Ken, you are on the air, sir. Go ahead.
8: Hello, Mr. Scorpio. How are you doing?
0: Good, Ken. The, I believe this is your first call into the show. I appreciate the call.
8: Uh, yes. yes, I've called RBA before. Um, I, I heard you talking about the, you know the... Uh, the entertain what's it sports entertainment league like the uh, like the pro wrestling and the NFL. Yes. Are you aware of the, uh, the the lawsuit that was brought against the NFL in um, in New Jersey, North Jersey federal court? Probably, uh, I would say maybe twenty years ago or so.
0: No, I'm not. Well uh, fill us in? This sounds interesting. Go ahead.
8: Well. This lawsuit was brought by a group of lawyers, season ticket holders, New York Jets fans. And I used to be a New York Jets fan. You know, I'm from Philadelphia area, but I lived in New Jersey and Ocean County for many years, 25 years before I moved down here to Texas. And I used to get a, uh, I was like right in the middle of zones, you know, so I had Comcast. So I got New York, Philly, I got a bunch, of, you know, it was, was anything I wanted really. You know, it, was, it was all on the same cable. Well, I used to follow the Jets games, and uh, there was this Jets game in, in, in the Meadowlands against New England, and I, I can't remember the whole logistics of what happened, but all I remember it was it was an obvious fix at the end of the game, and it was all to do oh, with yeah. the point spread. And these uh, these, these six-season ticket holders were sitting right up front, and uh, they were all um, were per, uh, uh, business partners in a law firm. So they... they On their own dime, they brought suit against the NFL for fixing the game. And they were kicking their ass in court. And the NFL had to admit, to get rid of, to drop this lawsuit, that they were a sports entertainment enterprise and not a league. So they were allowed to legally determine, just like you said, the outcome of a game. And that's from that lawsuit. That came out of that lawsuit. So right there, that's they, interesting. They I did not that know that, but fixing.
0: that all fits together very nicely. Uh,
8: oh, wow. it does. That, you yeah. were right on. That's exactly what the judge, that's just the NFL. That was the only way they could get out of it. Because if they they would have lost and they proved that game was fixed, they said the ramifications for gambling would have been extraordinary. It, it would have sent shockwaves because there was a lot of money on that game. It wasn't so much the money. It was proven that all these people are gambling on something that's rigged.
0: Yeah, oh, especially now. Look, you got you got thirty eight billion dollars on one game alone. Uh, the, just the human temptation to, to make more money by fixing it is, is just overwhelming. And it wasn't that long ago; people used to have to go to a bookie uh, if you wanted yeah. to make a sports book. You you couldn't just go down oh, yeah, to the I local. To...
3: Yeah,
8: yeah, and the way they do it now with this, you know, with all these, you know, these different app programs. I sat down with last last Super Bowl. I don't really watch football that much, but Super Bowl, I my in laws, my, my my son-in-law has family down, so they rented a a B and B in my neighborhood. So we were watching a game last year, and I was talking with uh, his brother-in-law, and uh, the Eagles were up big time, and they were rolling, and then they started out flat, and and, and I said to my to to, to, to to the gentleman I was with, I said, uh, you know this. The Eagles are going to fall flat on their face because all the money, because they bet by quarter now. You can bet by minute. Oh so all God. the money is running on Philadelphia, and then they shut the game down, and then Philadelphia just got stomped the second half because right. all the money was on the Eagles. It all it all filtered through there, through the game. It wasn't like you made a game. You know, Can you imagine being able to bet on a horse race at every turn, at every eighth? You really have to put a bet in?
0: Yeah. Never happened. Figures the whole world is a casino, uh, Ken. That's what they're turning it into. The stock market's just a giant casino. Everything's a casino now, and it's, uh, it's not going to end well, uh, this kind of behavior and thinking. Uh, but, uh, Ken, thank you for the call. That was excellent. Um, the lawsuit that you're referring to is what forced the NFL to make the admission I've been saying for a while that they're, well, hey, we're just a sports entertainment company. That's all we are, uh, that's the legal loophole. Uh, that allows them to do what they do, and remember, they don't—they only have to have a few players in on the fix to make the fix work. You don't have to tell everybody. God, the, whole on league, the, field. the
8: whole league, the whole fix, they're all on it. They, yeah. there was a, um, I, I worked with a guy out of high school, and um, I went to high school with him. Weber is uh, uh, what was his? Chuck Weber was his grandfather. He played for the Eagles. He's a big, big, big. Uh, back in the '50s, early '60s. I mean, he was a big name in the area when I grew up. I mean, you know, he was just he was a sports celebrity. You would, you know, you would know who he was. Yeah. And he told me, "This is right from you know two degrees, right from the horse's mouth." Uh, they used to fix the game between the Steelers and the Eagles every year. The last game of the season, they they would play, and they were both lousy teams. Both teams would put all their money spread it well spread it around he said but they would all bet on the cover to- point spread for one of them to win and then they would collect and that would be their bonus for the year
0: that makes sense that's totally believable to me it's just basic human behavior uh, uh, when people are corrupt so that sounds right uh, I mean the more family color stacking up so thanks for calling Ken and please call uh, again. Okay, now next up we have um, Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, you are on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Dave. Hello, Lynn.
3: Happy, happy Super Bowl Day. Um, happy Super Bowl. And congratulations Bowl. on leaving the store if you have to use the scanner. I recommend everybody stop looking at screens, all screens. Think of the poor kids that are totally addicted to gambling apps and the woman who actually... Lost their house, all of their retirement pay at 60 years old because she kept getting snookered by the gambling app people. Um, today on the Sunday shows, the news shows, Netanyahu made the rounds. If, if you didn't hear him?
0: No, I didn't hear. What was he saying?
3: They're defending oh oh, themselves. oh oh! Just well, you know they're going to go into Jaffa and kill all the people. But no, no, they're going to get them out of there. They're dropping flyers and they're going to move them out before they kill them all. They're just going to kill Hamas, and and you right, know because right. the the God's chosen people got to have their land, you know, and 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 because it, it, October seventh, bad as the Holocaust, worse than the Holocaust, the worst thing since, and and it's Israel's nine eleven. I mean, over and over. But on the collision on. February 1st, actually, um, Dave Zarin brought up the fact that Bob Kraft had purchased an ad for the Super Bowl, spent $7 yes. million dollars on the Super Bowl ad for pro-Israel, and this guy supports Israel's IDF. I guess he owns a, I don't know who he is, some sports
0: Well, guy. I, I described the ad because uh, I saw a preview of it.
3: Uh, yeah, and, and uh, they turned the Palestinian flag into Hamas's flag. Is what
0: David oh, I have no I haven't seen that one. okay, so there's more than one of these ads, I guess gonna air cause the one I was describing was the the Jewish woman who pulled up to her house and there was a you know no Jews here uh, with a swastika on the on the um you know uh, uh, garage door painted on the garage door.
3: you know, and the poor Palestinian kid is still going through rehab who was paralyzed on Thanksgiving weekend up there in Vermont, in Burlington, because some nut came out of his house and shot the three boys who were just walking down the street, you know? Yeah. So, no. And and so, people, please, anything where anybody can do, just speak up, because after those news programs, Netanyahu did talk to Biden, and he hadn't talked to him since Biden kind of watered down his rah, rah, Israel thing. Last yeah. Thursday, because Blinken walked away with nothing.
0: Of course. And so
3: we need to speak up. They don't have a voice. And one of the things that he said that was most annoying was um, about you know they're gonna they're gonna communicate with them by phones. Well, how ironic because they cut off all the cell phone towers, so they don't have any means of communication. You know. I oh yeah, mean, they cut off it, the
0: water. They cut off the food. They cut off. They the cut, internet, off cut off everything. uh This is collective punishment unlike we've ever seen in our lifetimes. It's, it's, um, it's staggering, and if anyone else was doing it, there would be much more global outrage than there is, but that sense of outrage is growing, and there's no stopping it. Nobody wants to see people's children blown up and their houses destroyed. It, it, this whole thing is sick, and it, 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 they're overplaying their hand like they always do.
3: And but they've getting away good. with it this time. And not only that, what I say to Congress, everybody I call, is they're not stopping there. They're going then for Jordan, Lebanon, and Syria, and they already have us because you all give in. I recommend a book, Decolonizing Palestine, the Land, the The People, the Bible. It's written by Mitri Rahab, R-A-H-E-B. It's only 150 pages. He's a page. you say the title again,
2: please?
0: Decolonizing again?
3: Palestine? Yes. the land the people the Bible and the altar okay. is Mitri Rahab r a h e b he's a he's a Palestinian Christian pastor okay great. okay all right okay, bless Lynn. your heart David thank you so much
0: thank you for the call I appreciate it please call again okay uh, okay and now we're on to Patrick again from the great state of Texas Patrick you were on the air sir go ahead.
9: Yeah, Dave, it's really a big deal when you talk about a corporation. It's like the a- Act of 1871. You know, they, we form a body corporate. And uh, Judge Dale says, you know, uh, uh, the Civil War was just a smokescreen to turn America into a corporation. And the thing about it is, like, you know, they, uh, six weeks after they killed Kennedy, they initiated the Uniform Commercial Code. And that just made it more mainstream, all the way they they, they legally attack us using corporate law. And one of the bad things about corporate law is you can lie. You can legally lie in corporate law. You can't do that in what this nation was founded under, corp- under common law, and uh, which was, was a common law nation. You can't do that. You can get wait for fraud. But, they can, but, but when they do that with corporate law, and that's nothing more than uh, uh, Babylonian uh, uh, merchant law. This is their due law. This is their, 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 their way they do
0: business. Yeah, um, well, and that makes sense that corporations can lie because if a corporation is a person and a corporation has free speech just like a person, then therefore a, a, a corporation can lie. It's part of their right of free speech.
9: Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a it's it's a whole different ballgame. You got no rights, you know, when they when they, when they turn you. Of course, we know they're doing it. But they, you know, they wink-wink, you know, nod, and they make you think that the, you know, the Bill of Rights is still in effect, but it's not. You know, Michael Gary is clear about that. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's uh, the the, 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 bill, uh, the Constitution is completely, you know, uh, it, they just they, they adhere to it if they want to or not. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, we're, 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 there's no way you can keep up with this stuff because nobody can can, battle, can, can comprehend all the legal, you know, loopholes and things going on. It's just it's uh, you can't you can't deal with these people. It's just way too corrupt, Dave.
0: Yeah, I I, you're, I, I think you're right. Um, we have crossed the Rubicon of reforming this thing uh, politically uh, a long time ago, unfortunately. And so, um, great points. I appreciate your call, Patrick. Uh, very good points. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's go on to. John, in Austin, the the phone lines are lighting up from Texas. And again, my favorite Scotsman is on the air. John, you are on the air. Go ahead, sir.
10: Hello, how's my favorite spider? <laughs> I'm,
0: well, I'm doing good. I, well, I hope I am anyway.
10: There you go. Yeah, you were talking about something earlier. I was watching a TV show from back home on YouTube earlier today. It was a kind of end-of-year thing, and uh, it's a humorous kind of news Topic thing and one of the questions was who who was googled most on well who was googled most last year and it turned out to be your sweetheart taylor swift you know how many times she was googled 28 million
0: good lord I, i wonder how many of those google searches were uh is taylor swift a man
10: I I don't know, and I care even less. <laughs> but listen, the other one, right quick. I just wanted to bang this one. And uh, you're talking about that that Jewish thing earlier on. Uh, I was going to jokingly say I have a sign on my front door that says "No Jews here," just in case anybody comes looking for them. I'm saying, no, sorry, I don't have any Jews here. But it probably wouldn't go down too well. Yeah. Yeah. But um,
0: <laughs> that's a good play on words. <laughs>
10: there's um uh What was it? it, Yeah, some of those documentaries that I've been watching lately on BitChute, there was one, I forget the title of it, and I'm I'm actually busy playing poker at the moment because it looks like I might be hitting the final table. It's not real money, though. It's only play money. But uh, here, this one, they featured this woman who was actually featured in a a piece of work by Steven Spielberg. So she's sitting there being interviewed and she's telling her little story. She was taken to a concentration camp when she was a young girl, and her mother sewed some diamonds in the hem of her skirt so that she would be able to buy bread. Then a little later on, they had to go for a shower or something like that and she had to remove her skirt. So she undid the hem of her skirt, which tells me, well, her mother didn't do a very good bloody job of sewing it for a start. She swallows the diamonds. and for the next 18 months, She's pooping out these diamonds and swallowing them again, and a lot of the times she didn't have time to wash them off or clean them, which I couldn't imagine how she would manage to do that anyway. So she's swallowing these diamonds covered in poop for 18 months, and we're supposed to believe this? It's a bloody joke, man.
0: It's a great story.
10: (laughs) Isn't it just? Yeah. I was going to I was going to say the four letter word there, but but I better not. But yeah, uh, yeah, no way, no poop, absolutely no poop. For God's sake, when are they going to quit? Eh? And here, well, I'll
0: atrocity stories uh, have worked very well. Uh, I believe most of what they've said about October seventh is one giant atrocity story. You know, they barbecued yes, babies yes. and cut their heads off, and well, raped yeah. the women. It, even though the you know, Israeli force could be coming at any moment. Uh, the, the Hamas guys are going to take their clothes off and rape people in the last moments of their lives. I, I just don't believe any of it. it. It's all so absurd. And once you, yeah. I, I think the problem is, it's difficult for an average person to think somebody would make up an atrocity story, you know, because that's sacrosanct. You know, you can't do something like that. But I, I think that's why it works so well, is most people think that he wouldn't make that up. That's got to be true.
10: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, Hamas, No one, knowing what the reaction would be from Israel, would have to be completely crazy to do something like that. And as Jan said earlier, I mentioned mosquito. The technology, apparently, that the Israelis have on the border, they could hear a mosquito fart 100 miles away. So it just makes no bloody sense whatsoever. And uh, have you got another caller there? If you have, I'll go.
0: Uh, no, no, this is, we're, we're down to the last minute or so, but is there something else you wanted to add?
10: eh uh, no, just, uh, yeah, I was, I'll tell you what I was going to say. If the, if they do wipe out Gaza and the rest of Palestine, I suggest that Americans start working as much overtime as you can because you're going to be paying for the rebuilding under this new ownership because they ain't bloody going to pay for it.
0: Well, that's a good point. Uh, you're going to see lots of luxury condos built, uh, yeah, and uh, seaside resorts and... Uh yeah i think that's very true i think the same thing's going to happen in ukraine we're going to have to pay to rebuild that too
10: yeah all right mate hear the music thank you
0: okay john thank you yes okay we're at the top of the hour everyone stay tuned mr michael gaddy is coming on for the second hour
1: simple with Kalwara Shilaji. Fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yogavaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of shiloji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilajee is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilajee makes other substances more effective. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
2: You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network.
3: Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.